before we get started this week, I just wanted to thank everyone for listening to us and supporting us with this wacky, crazy, stupid journey that we've been on for about three years now. Uh, yeah, it's been three years since Sandlot Sports launched, and we could not be happier. Uh, we do this every week, mainly for you guys. We do it sometimes for us, just for therapy, so our wives don't get sick of us talking about sports, but really for you guys, for your entertainment. So thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for just keeping us going through. Um, I'll let you know that we're starting to launch our Patreon page on patreon.com. You can go to, the, I believe it's patreon.com slash Sports. Uh, we're going to post all of our episodes up there, and soon we're going to have exclusive blog posts. You can actually read our stupid, crazy thoughts as they're just listening to them. Um, so again, just thank you for everything. Thank you all for, for your support. And, and with that, here's this week's episode. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Gapison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Yo, yo. And BJ Thomas. I don't want to hear anybody's shit. I dare anybody in the league to set three of their starting linemen and play better than the Cowboys did. So let's just let's just get that off the table. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the NFL <laughs> segment later, and I, I got some thoughts. But right before we started, BJ told me I just need to calm down, need to relax. You know how it needs to calm down and relax? Paul Feinbaum. Dude, Alabama's going to be okay. <laughs> In Oregon, <laughs> Oregon, like when you, when you run into a big boy, we'll see how much you talk. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of wondering if like Dion cheated, you know, took Dane Lanning's wife out back and like uh, did because he was mad. I saw I saw a thing. Um, Keyshawn was talking about he talked to some of his friends in coaching circles, and yep. other coaches schemed against helped Oregon scheme against Colorado. Yeah, right. You know why? Because there's genuine hate against Deion Sanders and how he's doing it, and I fucking love it. Right, exactly. Because I'll tell you one thing. He's been hated on since he came out of Florida State, and all he's done is produce championships, records, played two sports, raised good kids, Yeah. uh, turned a college program around, a a historically black college program around, and turned them into a tough football team. Like, you keep rooting against this guy, against this guy, and that's what feeds him. You are making a mistake. <laughs> and and the line that Laney had during the pregame, they're out there going for clicks. We're going for wins, dude. Half your team's on YouTube. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And not to mention, clicks is what gets you recruits nowadays. Yeah, it's like, Absolutely. dude, just shut up. Yep, those uniforms were for clicks too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No shit. But um, yeah. now let, letting the kids be the kids, letting the kids do what they do while teaching them how to be leaders and good football players is going to could really make Colorado a juggernaut. Yeah. And, and let, yeah. let's be real about this. This is Dion's first year at Colorado. OK, mm-hmm. he basically built that team through the transfer portal. Okay, yeah. he, His line he had in the post game was right. Get them now because yeah. this is the worst they're going to be. Yeah. And they, right. they are not a top 10 football team. They're just not, and that's okay. It's his first year there. Last year, they were historically bad. So right. it's okay to not be undefeated this year. Right. Everybody, yeah. got so, everybody got so mad when he's talking about, you can jump in the transfer portal if you want to. I'm bringing my own luggage, and it's Louie. Like, they got so mad, and then, like, they've already tripled their win total from last year. Yeah. So, I mean. Right. Like, they, they've tripled the win total from last year. They're probably going to go to a bowl game this year. You know, yeah. that in and of itself, where they were, is fantastic. Yeah, okay, so so they got beat by a, a top 15 team. Cool. Yeah. So do most teams. Right. And check this out, too. Like, go ahead. Oh, well, I'm saying people forget that Colorado was a 21-point underdog 
But yeah. it seems as if like Oregon at like they won a national championship. Dude, you're supposed to beat them. <laughs> like they're supposed to beat them. Severely. <laughs> Severely. Yeah. So they did exactly what they were supposed to do. And on top of that, two people also failed to understand they're like, Oregon made money off of that game. Oh yeah. A lot of money off of that game because of the prom effect. Look, look I, I will tell you 100 percent that if, if Deion Sanders isn't isn't there, that game is not the hyped game that it is. It is not getting the rates that it got on a, on, a, on ABC. It's just not. So for Dane Laney to come out and, and talk all of his shit to Dion, that's fine. Pay the man his check that you got from him. Look, yeah. Adam and I were Adam and I were talking about Little Richard just before the show started. I'm gonna bring it back. Don't worry. But we were talking about Little Richard, and he ne- you know he never won a Grammy. The architect of rock and roll, the guy who turned it from R and B to rock and roll, never won a Grammy. I didn't know that. There are a few things that piss off a group of white people, aka the powers that be, and one of them, one of the things that is sure to piss them off is an unapologetic black man. And yeah. the fact that Dion's doing it his way, doesn't give a flying shit what you think, isn't going to go back and forth with you in the media, like. That is driving them nuts. And the fact on top of all that, that he is now going to poach your players this offseason. Yeah. Like, you better hope he doesn't hug them after the game or you're in trouble. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, and did you notice something about the post-game press conference? It was all Dion. It wasn't yeah. his players. Yeah. Right. That, that's by design. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's a leader. Yep. Yep, that's the leader. Take, he's out there. Take, he's, he's the one firing the bullets, and he'll be the one to take them, too. Yep. Absolutely. But but you know who's not a leader? Marcus Freeman. Well, he might not be a mathematician, at least. Yeah, no, he might. <laughs> <laughs> He's a leader because he led them to defeat. <laughs> yeah. I have never seen anybody try. He should have apologized for allowing that play to run with 10 men on the field, not tried to justify it. I, yeah, cannot, right. I cannot wrap my head around it. I tried. Yeah. I tried. I was like, let me listen to this because Adam brought it to my attention. I didn't even, I saw it an hour later or so where mm-hmm. it said there were 10 men on the field for that play. Mm-hmm. And then Adam brought it to my attention that he's trying to justify it. So I went back and listened to the clip and I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. It's like, it's like the, the guy whose, whose idea of Pearl Harbor was, was like, you know, uh, I thought it was a good idea. I thought it would be fine. I thought it would be just fine. Well, and the, the funny part about the Marcus Freeman like brain fart at the end is that it completely uh, washes away the Ryan Day like I can't call the short yardage play to save my life hey yeah. what is it what are we seeing in this trend this season and listeners uh supporters please observe this for the next few weeks of the football season on third and short and fourth and short why the flying fuck are we running <laughs> east and west I have no can idea anybody can anybody tell me anybody Unless it's Tyreek Hill, the only acceptable answer to running left and right on third or fourth mm-hmm. and short is Tyreek Hill. If it's not yeah. him, don't do it. I yeah. don't understand yeah. what we're doing. It, it was so funny because obviously I was watching the game with my wife because she's the Ohio State fan in the in the um, house, and we were, we watched like the the fourth and goal, and I was like, just do the push the tush play, and she looked at me and she went, what? I was like, yeah, you line up and just you push the quarterback's tush into the into the end zone. And literally, like the entire second half, when it was third and short, fourth and short, she was screaming at the TV, "Push his tush!" You can't stop it. See and what you have to. You see what you've done to yourself the rest of the season. 
<laughs> but th- this is a lesson BJ had, had a lesson. This is another lesson to, to all of you young sports fans out there. Okay. I don't give a flying fuck how cute you want the play to be. If it's not effective, don't do it. Do what yeah. works. Wait, yeah. hold, hold on a second. You can't say to all the young sports fans and then address them like that. I just, <laughs> I just, just want to make that clear. <laughs> but just, it, it, yes, you know, running the ball up the middle on, on third and fourth and short may not be the flashy play, but you know what it does do? It gets your first down. It doesn't have to be up the middle. I just mean forward. Yeah. Yeah. It could be outside the tackle. It could be inside the tackle. It could be inside the guard. It could be right next to it. I don't I don't care. Just forward. But if right. the guy's shoulders are facing the sideline, you're not doing it right. No. Mm. No. And what was the game winning play? Take the ball and go forward. Well, because mm. there was a giant fucking gap in the defensive <laughs> line because there was there's a three hundred pound man missing from the formation. That's why. Yeah, yeah. see it. And, and to me, like, if on the first play, you see those 10 men on the field, and then, like, they're, they're running on the play, it, catch it. Like, literally run onto the field, do jumping jacks, do 25 genuine sit-ups. I don't care. Get the ref's attention. I would have rather had the players start to run out there and they snap the ball. Yeah. Gotten penalized, giving them the six-inch penalty that they would have gotten, and then just tried to deal yeah, with it that way. Because it's not like you're giving up a bunch of yards. You're giving up maybe a foot, maybe. Oh, you're still going to lose, but you're going to lose with eleven players on the field. That's going to yes. look a lot better. Than you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and you're also not going to look like a goddamn dumbass. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> here, here you go. Here you go. Got. Deion Sanders trying to raise the profile of black college coaches, and you got Marcus Freeman just fucking undercutting. What are you doing over here? What are you doing over here? Since we've been playing this game, it's 11 people on 11 people. (laughs) It's it's not that hard. You got those saying, you see? You see? You see? You see? Nick Freeman wouldn't make no dumbass call like that. I was at work today. I was at work today. I got to tell you this. I got to. Oh, I got to tell you this. First of all, Open up a map to Florida and look at Lake County. It's not It's not near Disney. It's not near Miami. It's not around any major college. It's in like the middle of the shithole. So that being said, I was told today, God help me. You know what I can't stand? I can't stand them black quarterbacks. Okay, they always want to, they always want to run. They should be looking downfield and throwing the ball. So, wow. So, so get this. I bring up, well, what about Donovan McNabb in that classic phrase? Well, he was one of the good ones. Wow. Damn. So, wow, tell, wow, wow. tell me you're totally racist without telling me you're <laughs> yeah. like, where's your, where's your, where's your robe, buddy? Is it behind that door over there? Can I see your robe? It reminds mm-hmm. me of the line that um, the reporter, a reporter, Ask Doug Williams for the Super Bowl. How long have you been a black quarterback? <laughs> oh my I'd be like, shit, I'd be like, ask your mom. <laughs> um, I've had someone, I saw someone put, says, you know the world is ending when the best NFL quarterback is black and the best NFL running back is white. I saw. <laughs> I chuckled. Not going to lie. I was like, Damn, I didn't think about it like that. You know, and yeah, it's, the... <laughs> it, it's so funny that you hear these these kinds of comments from people that will say that race shouldn't matter. Like, 
You're the one that keeps bringing it up, you dumbass. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny? White people want to claim Patrick Mahomes so bad, but his hair is just a little too curly. <laughs> yeah. Just a little too curly. Yeah. They want him. They want him real bad. Yeah. It'll save yeah. the narrative. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it, it is weird to see a great white running back. It hasn't happened since like Allstott and then Riggins before him. Yeah, but but Allstott wasn't the best running back in the league. He was just big and oh. powerful. Yeah, man. I you know what if didn't Allstott if, play the time he, of like LT, like Tomlinson? Look, look he did. If, the only thing he didn't have was speed. That's it. For being yeah. 250 pounds, that man moved like a ballerina. But I'll tell you what, if you put if Christian McCaffrey wore gloves and wore long sleeves and had like a dark body, <laughs> you would you'd have no you idea. Would think he's a black guy. No I'm idea. Not gonna lie. Oh no yeah. Idea. He, <laughs> you would he think moves, he's a black running back. He moves like a black running back, that's for sure. He's got the little <laughs> feet, the little quick feet. And yeah. like when you go to tackle him, he like picks him up and kicks him back real. Like, yeah, he's got the quick feet, he cuts. Cuts well. I'm saying. Look, I'm like, <laughs> grow, growing up, and here's another. We're dishing out lessons tonight. Yeah. Your, chi- your child is only going to be as good an athlete as the competition he plays with. So if, if your kid is fucking surrounded by a bunch of white kids on practice, get him out of there. Take him yeah. somewhere else. <laughs> I'm not joking. Yeah, you're right. I'm not joking. Look, you're I went right. back. To, I went back to Syracuse, where I grew up. Um, this I love this story. It's fucking hilarious. I go to the YMCA. It looks like it's snowing inside. There's just white people everywhere. I've, you know, one of my friends said I get nervous when there's all of one color in any room because they're up to something. Mm-hmm. That's how I was. I walked in there and I was like, "Fuck, there's too many white people here." So <laughs> I get in there. I wait like five games, and you know, glasses, skinny. I can't get yeah. on the court, and uh, I finally get on the court. Scored 16 straight, like threes, layups, everything, just killing them. I sit down. Two kids sit down next to me. He's like, is everybody like you down there? I was like, bro, I'm average. <laughs> I, was like, I'm, I was like, I am average. I am an average amateur basketball player in Florida. I was like, I was like you don't understand. I get my ass kicked on the regular. Like, <laughs> I said, it is crazy down there. I said, y'all are locked in your house for five months a year. Well, we're outside in shorts playing basketball. I was like, yeah. So yeah. getting back to my all-star comment, again, one of the best running backs, the year that Tampa won their Super Bowl, do you know who led the league in rushing? Curtis Martin? No. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, I like these questions. This is a tough one. It was 2002 they won the Super Bowl, correct? Correct. So since we mentioned LT, the way you set questions up, I'm assuming it's not LT. It is not. It's not Tomlinson. I don't think Chris Tomlinson. No. Damn, Jamal Lewis. No. What? <laughs> I'm working here. You see me working. I do. I'm, I'm oh, coming up with good names. I know what it is. I narrowed it down for you. This is a fair. Peyton. <laughs> is it Peyton Hillis? It is not Peyton no. Hillis. No, that was like two. He didn't come until like 2006. I don't think. 2007. That's right. Might be later because he was on a Madden cover for some fucking reason. All right, so we've narrowed it down. AFC or NFC? Help me out. AFC had 1,853 yards that year. Wow, that's a notable season also. That's something we should know. Man, this is a tough one. Good question, Adam. 2002, 1,800 yards. We should know 1,800 yards. 
Get off your phone, Dorian. <laughs> I'm like Jerome Bettis. I can't. No. Jerome Bettis never hit 18. No, you're gonna you're gonna be mad that you didn't think of the name. By now. I know I am. I'm already oh, getting mad. AFC, AFC, AFC 1800 yards. AFC. I'm thinking. Uh, you you said it's not Curtis Martin. Correct. Not Jamal um, Lewis. Correct. Not, it's not Jamal Lewis. Not Priest Holmes. Correct. Is it is it is it Lamar Smith? No. Wow, that's like 2010. L- Lamar Smith is for for the Dolphins from Miami. Yeah, the University of Miami. Uh, I don't know, Adam. I'm I'm tapped out. My brain's we're, oh. We're just... yeah, what, what year? Is it? You said 2000 what? 2002. 2002. Three years after high school. Um, Eddie George. No. Oh no, Ed, Ed James. No. This is getting. I know. I. I mean, we got like. Oh no no no. Um. Oh, you we got like AFC. ten ten AFC. of the sixteen possible <laughs> running backs. Yeah, you said you said AFC. Fred Taylor. No. Golly. Oh, Arian Foster. No. That's like 2011, 2012. You tell twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one years ago is what you have to think of. All right, two years ago, dude. This is like. Okay, and we named we named probably you've the named top basically every running back in the league except for the, the person that had eighteen hundred yards that year. Clinton Portis? No. Jesus Christ! I don't even know if he's in the league then. Yeah, I think he. No, I think Clinton Portis came in two thousand. Was it no? Terrell Davis was gone. He was migrating out of the league. I think. Yeah, I don't know, Adam. AFC. Hold on, give me, give me one more. <laughs> give me one. You said you said AFC, right? Yes. I have to go team by team at this point. Did we say Fred Taylor? I did. I said Fred Taylor. Are, are, are you guys done? I'm Nate trying. Me. Who? No, no. Nate Young means is nineties. Ninety six. Yeah, he's ninety six. Fuck, man. I'm gonna be mad because I know it's gonna be somebody. People be like. Yeah, I'm gonna be real mad. He's he's just waiting to tell us. He's over here boiling like, oh, Corey, <laughs> is it Corey Dillon? No, that was a good choice though. That, that was a good right. guess. I'm doing my work over here. My brain hurts. My eyes about to start twitching. AFC, dude, we literally named everyone. Oh, he's gonna. No way, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. See what marijuana does to your brain? I completely <laughs> block your brain. <laughs> 20 years Why of smoking will do that to you. Ricky Williams. Why did I pick him? Oh, seven draft picks. That's, that's it. <laughs> so, yeah, we're done. Um, speaking of being done, wow. Clemson's done. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep. <laughs> let's, hey, let's be fair, though. They gave it a hell of a shot. Oh, yeah. They played yeah, they like did. a team that knew their season they, was on the line. Yeah, they played They played yeah. a really tough game against a solid opponent. Like, they played good football. They just couldn't yeah. stack up. And I'll tell you what. I posted on Facebook, that sack fumble saved Florida State season. Yes. Yeah. That was, that, that was right on time. That was like Domino's Pizza. Yep. Absolutely. And I was looking at the Florida State schedule. I mean, they don't have really nope. any other – The probably the toughest – Two opponents I have left on their schedule. They play the U on the 11th of, on Veterans Day, November 11th, and they're at Florida. Remember, rivalry game on the road. So we, you know. I told you the first week of the season, if they get past LSU, man, they're going to 
they got a real shot at going yeah. undefeated or one loss. Because we said, I remember on the podcast, we were talking about if they make it past LSU, all they got to worry about is Clemson. If they make it yep. past Clemson, they got a good shot to be undefeated. Yep. Yeah. This would be the perfect time for the Gators to raise their head up. This is what I always love. I love when Florida State goes into the Florida-Florida State game undefeated because some mysterious shit could happen. It almost yeah. does. It almost always does. It's they do not again. They don't it's like it's each other. rivalry games yep. where the the talent is mostly equal. Adam right. doesn't believe in any ooga booga shit until it comes to rivalry <laughs> games. Then he believes in some ooga booga <laughs> shit. So, but okay, since you guys mentioned it, I know you guys may think otherwise. But do you think do you think maybe the Hurricanes might be able to upset them? I mean, well, well first off, where are they playing? Uh, dope. It's in it's Cali? in Tallahassee this year. Never mind. Nah, I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> Everybody. That's tough. Never mind. I don't know. Yeah, the I mean, trust me, football is better for us when all three teams are good. Yes. Right. It's, a, it's an absolute blast down here. Yeah. Like, every, you can't go into a Publix with – if you're wearing your Gators or Florida State or Miami shirt, you cannot go into a Publix or Walmart without having some fucking conversation. Always. Yeah, and, and I know – I, I know it's, it's cliche, but – but college football is just better when Florida, Florida State, Miami are, are good. When mm-hmm. Ohio State and Michigan are good. When USC is good, it's just better for the sport because yeah. you get so many more conversations about fans. Oh, you know, what are you doing this week? It's it's just well, better for everyone. With the scholarship mm-hmm. rules from a while back, the NIL and the transfer portal, things are going to change. Yep. The 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 spread of talent across the country is being spread more thinly throughout the colleges. I love it because I do too. I mean, I love it, but the big boys are going to have to adapt. <clears throat> Alabama, mm-hmm. Clemson. <clears throat> yeah. Oh no, they don't adapt. He's going to have to get fired. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. do NIL. <laughs> Look, he's a, he's, right. he's, he's, no, he's, he's not kidding. Against, he's come out publicly against these things. You're right. And and the tide has turned. These kids will get paid in some some way, shape, or form, and they deserve to. Their career could a, a professional or high level football players got three to eight years at best, including college. Yeah, I, I'm going to give you a name that when I say it, you're going to go, "Yep, mm-hmm. Jaden Rashada." Remember him? Yes, uh, he yeah. went to Arizona State, didn't he? Yep, and now he, I think he's out for the season. Yeah, he wanted a million a season from Florida. Yep. And he was going to get it, and, some, and they backed out. So he's not out for the season. He's out for four to six weeks. Setting a precedent is a dangerous situation, because then what, what happens when the next kid comes up and he's hyped to be better than Jalen Rashida? Yep. And if I remember correctly, wasn't he only a four-star quarterback wanting a million dollars? He wanted more than a million. Yeah, and he got his, he got, he got his fifth star like towards the end of his last uh, high school season. And who knows? He's out for the season, but what if he's behind a better offensive line? You yeah, know what no. I mean? So like, it's that's tough to tell. It sucks. I hope the kid's okay. So, a question, uh, real quick, to Florida State: Does Florida State have the best wide receiver tandem in college football? Oh, it feel, feels like it, dude. They, I, one is six seven. One is six five. Look, one's a four a, four. I am not a superior athlete. I'm getting a touchdown a game with that situation. <laughs> For real. <laughs> if you can't throw that ball high and outside, just do that right. a couple times a game. Run the ball up the middle, get your one, two yards to play, and then high and outside. I'm like, my God. They double team and throw it higher. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, yeah, yeah that's stuff from Michigan State. That's meant that Michigan State transfer. Yeah, again, maybe if they had a Coleman? decent quarterback. Yeah, Keon yeah. Coleman. Coleman. Yeah, big Keon dude. Coleman, big yeah. athletic, moves well, good hands, attacks the football. Like, he's everything you want out of a wide receiver. And, and the fact that they basically dug, dug him out of the recycling bin. Well, that's what happens when you have Peyton Thorne, the curtain quarterback at Auburn. So, <laughs> hey, did you know that Bo Nix played against Justin Herbert and Justin Herbert's been in the league for four years now? Yes. Yep. How's going on over there? <laughs> yeah. Well, here, here's the deal. If you don't Fucking come out school? after your third year, people know, like, eh, third, you might not be that great. Yeah. And oh, let's but- not forget that, that Bo Nix, um, obviously a uh, graduate transfer, but he also had the COVID year, which didn't count towards eligibility. And didn't he have to sit out because of the old transfer rules? I believe so. I believe so, yeah. So that could be – that's the six-year reason. We yeah, so, I mean, he's he's like a six-year senior. It's, you know, you know, a lot of people go to school for seven years. They're just called doctors. <laughs> he's got to be careful who he dates on campus. He can catch a charge. Yep. <laughs> so I do want to keep us moving. Um, want to get to our power rankings. Uh, so, BJ, who do you have number one? You're like the fiber of the show. I know, I know. I was <laughs> like, hey, like, yeah, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you Metamucil from now on, dude. Like, I, seriously, at work they call me the fun sucker. So go figure. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm gonna text. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do some Facebook. I'm gonna do some Facebook, and I'm gonna find somebody that works on your team. I'm gonna say, just call Adam Metamucil. <laughs> all he's there is keeping the shit moving. That's all he's doing. Damn. <laughs> oh my god. Damn. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. Right. <laughs> With that in mind, BJ, who's your number one team? Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I it's gotta be Georgia. It's just there's no there's no reason for it not to be Georgia. Facts. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement there. Yeah, so. yeah. Who's number two? Oh, you guys got to do your ones. Oh, I, he he did. Georgia was one. I did. I said, well, all in agreement. Georgia's one. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, it was quick. I'm sorry. It was fucking quick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> damn. Calm down, Adam. The fuck. Um. Michigan. It's just, just got to be. Yep, Harbaugh boys for me too. Yeah, I, I've got Michigan at two as well, and it's weird because they're not blowing teams out because they're not really running plays. Like, I think they average, like, the next to last number of plays per game. They just kind of go out there, the defense gets a lead, and they just go, fuck it. Well, you're not going to score anymore, so what do I care? The one thing Michigan's d- done for the past few years is run the football, and they are struggling to run the football. That does concern me. Yes. Now, and I, I've noticed watching their games why they can't run the football this year. So the past couple of years, they've had, they've come out of a 3-1 thir- set, three wide receivers, one running back, one tight end. Now they'll come out of with a 2-2 two, two set, two wide receivers, two tight ends, and a running back. Everyone's bunched together, and that line, they, they can, it's everything's bunched, and they can't push everyone off the line. Get rid of the tight end. Give me a fullback. We'll fix this shit. Yeah. Mm. Or or move your tight end, you know, who's 6'7", 250, Make him put him out in the slot. You got to remember, linebackers are are shrinking a little bit. They're going back yeah. to like what they were in the seventies. They're getting to like two thirty ish. 
Those guys don't want to get punched in the face all day by a fullback. Put that no. fullback in there, and by the third quarter, you'll be running the fullback. And, and, and it's Herball. He likes fullbacks. Go with it. Yeah, smash somebody. So with that, BJ, who's your number three team? FHU's earned it. LSU, Clemson, undefeated, winning the games they should. I got to say FSU. Go ahead. Me, I got Texas. Not giving up on that ship, are you? <laughs> um, I think I think Sart Sart might be on to something, man. I think Alabama's quarterback situation was so shitty, a lot of teams would have beat them that day. Yeah, and and Alabama won this past week doing what we said they should do: yeah. line up, go. We're fucking Alabama. Run yep. the ball, throw <laughs> a, a couple passes every so often. Have you seen a quarterback situation that terrible? Yes. On a, on a top 15 team. Well, I say yes. It's the New York Jets, but we'll get to them later. No. On a, on a, on a top 15 <laughs> on a college team. Of, yeah, college. Seen, no. Have you seen a quarterback situation? I mean, the next game, I'm not sure who it was. Ole Miss? That was their next game? The next mm-hmm. game? They, they played um, Ole Miss last week. They played Mississippi State this week. Yeah, but the one after Texas was Ole Miss, correct? It was South Florida. Mm-hmm. South Florida. Oh, yeah. They were pulling everybody off the bench, trying to figure it out, yeah. and none of them could do it. It's just – that's tough, man. That's really tough. Yeah, I, I don't have Texas at three. I've got a heart. I've got Florida State. So, BJ, who do you have it for? Ohio State had a really tough win this week. I want to keep them up at four. They deserved it. There's no no reason, no good reason to drop them down. Dorian, same OSU. Yeah, but I, I am like- concerned about Marvin Harrison Jr. It, he was fine. I, I know like, it looked bad, but he came out and he was fine. So yeah, um, if he taped it up, that's just that's no big deal. He's yeah. okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, he probably the day after was terrible. I can yeah. probably tell you that. I, I'm sure practice on Monday wasn't pleasant, but he's fine. You ever roll an ankle and finish a pickup game? I think it was something like that. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The adrenaline will allow you to play, but afterwards, it's gone. Ooh. Oh, yeah. By the time you sit in the car, get home, and stand up, get out of the car, you're like, fuck. <laughs> the <laughs> fuck was I thinking? I'm sleeping like, in my shoe on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've got the book as at four as well. Um, BJ, who do you have at five? I guess Penn State. I want to put USC there. I'm going USC. I'm going and USC. USC at five? Yeah. Dorian, who do you have at five? Penix Energy, baby. Washington. <laughs> Corny motherfucker. Why the fuck did we do this? Corn. I got... <laughs> I got Metamucil and corn on the cob tonight. This is fucking great. I'll be, I'll be shitting like a beast tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and he's from Florida. He's from Tampa. Shout out to Florida. Yeah, recruited by Indiana. Yeah, I've got Texas at five. <laughs> BJ, who's your six? Penn State. Didn't you have Penn? Didn't you have Penn State at five? Oh, you had USC at five. Yeah, I was. I was hemming and hawing at okay. that position. So, Dorian, who's your six? I got FSU. Yeah, I got I got Penn State at six. You know, they came out and Iowa's offense is Bleasburg high ish. 
Um, but their defense is really good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We scored. <laughs> you say what you want, but we ran that football good enough to score. <laughs> and let's not forget that Iowa was, was BJ's pick to win the Big Ten West this year. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> fucking, the fucking Michigan transfer. Thanks, guy. Both quarterback and tight end, by the way. Yeah, thanks, guys. Good job. Now you know why I actively root against you. <laughs> Who, who's your number seven? Texas. Dorian, who's your number seven? Penn State. Yeah. I have to repair my top you. ten from last week. <laughs> I, I had USC number seven. Um their offense is great. We'll see what they do against the defense whenever they play an actual defense. I don't know when that's going to be. Um, who's your number eight? Notre Dame earned it. They lost. You're rewarding yeah. losing? I mean, fuck, why not? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, tech, uh, I have tech, Washington. Jordan, who's your eight? See, even in my brain, they won that game. Like they, they should have fucking won that game. USC. I have Washington at eight, and I went back and forth between USC and Washington. I went, they're basically the same team. I just trust Caleb Williams more than I trust Michael Penix. Better last name. Jeez. <laughs> BJ, who's your nine? Oregon. Dorian? I have Utah. Hopefully the return of Cam Rising. I'm hoping so. Because otherwise that offense looks putrid. Somehow they still win. Um, yeah. yeah, I've got Oregon at nine. Hey, BJ, who's your 10? Insert somebody here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I have to go with Utah. If Cam Rising does come back, it seems like this year they could be very well be a top 10 team. Yeah. Dorian, who's your 10? We got those ducks. Is he coming back from a calf? Are we waiting on him to heal from a calf injury? I believe so. Man, Dak lost like six games last year because yeah. of that or something. Burrow looks like six? crap with this calf injury. So I'm telling you, they're going to regret not sitting him. Yep. Yeah. I wonder if they had Will Greer all of training camp, if he would be playing right now. Quite possibly. Because they got him the week before the season started. Yeah, he just so doesn't, I, yeah. Maybe they're waiting for him to get up to speed and they're going to be like, hey, you know, sit, sit this one out, Joe. Yeah. So at, at 10, I've got LSU because, frankly, I didn't know who else to put there. Um, are there any other teams we should be watching this week? Mm. Good question. Um, I, I'm looking for Colorado to bounce back against USC. Hey, we're going to call that game here in a second. So that's what you asked me. What we're looking at? Yeah, I'm looking at because they're now out of my top ten. They won't get back in it probably the rest of the season. But yeah, I'm not so sure. I mean, we got a couple of four and no teams. Well, um, Oklahoma. I don't know what to say about them. I looked at them and I didn't see anything spectacular, but they. 4-0, North Carolina, Drake May. 
They could come on. They could come on. They over they overhype those teams, and then just when you want to say something positive about them, they fucking shit the bed. So I I, I got a team that I'm be honest, I wasn't expecting anything from. I, I don't watch much Pac-12 football. I just I can't stay up late. But Washington State looks pretty freaking yeah. good. Yeah, that, that kid Josh Kelly, BJ. I sent you guys the the highlights mm-hmm. from their game. Mm-hmm. He's legit. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that quarterback so, too. So what are you saying here? You say what you're saying. Say it with your chest. Saying that Washington State it could creep into the top ten in the next couple of weeks. Ooh. Boy, boy. Okay, I'm just I'm processing all this. Hmm. Processing yeah. all this. That's. I mean, it's Washington State we're talking about there. Yeah, so I mean, they're, they're next. They're they're actually off this week. Their next two games are UCLA and Arizona. They should win, and, and then good. Sorry, good. And then if they win their their next game after Arizona, at Oregon, if they're undefeated after they they will be in my top ten, if not further up. And uh, just remember, folks, LSU's not out of this thing yet. Nope. All right. Mean. Alabama is it either? You got their one loss. Yeah, the, that Alabama plays LSU, and that's going to be a elimination game. Yeah. yeah, LSU's got a quarterback, so we can call that yeah. game right now. Yep. So we'll get there. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> so right now we're going to call the games that are this week. So first one's Utah versus Oregon State. Oregon State's I mean, a three-point favorite, somehow. Well, I'd like to think. Uh, says you, uh, Kyle Whittingham reveals camp rising uh, p- practice plan ahead of Oregon State matchup, and it's an ACL he's coming back from. Ooh, um, man, I guess I'm going to pick Utah. Dorian, um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Utah as well. I know that that Utah defense is scary good, but I, I don't know how much longer their backup quarterbacks can can hold on. I'm gonna go Oregon State because frankly, I need the wins. I need I need to separate <laughs> myself from you guys. <laughs> So next game um, is Kansas at Texas. Oh, Texas covers. They cover the 17? Sure. Yeah, I think they're covering that 17. Yeah, me too. Yeah. They're still riding high off their uh, Alabama win. Yeah, I'm going with Texas as well. Okay, next one, BJ, you alluded to this. USC versus Colorado. This is uh, in Boulder. Not covering. So you're taking the points? Yep, taking the points. Dorian? Yeah, they're playing a bowler. Um, yeah, I agree. I'm taking the points, too. I believe the game's going to be a lot closer than it was. Yeah, I, I think Colorado has a better coach. I think USC has the better players. Right. And, and again, you've got – it's not – they're not just playing USC. They're playing every other coach in Division One, because mm-hmm. as BJ said, they don't really like uppity black men. So, 
<laughs> That's just what it feels like. They don't like unapologetic, strong-willed like yeah. black men. That's how yeah. it's been since I've been alive. I don't know yeah. what anything no, I've seen believe me that's changed. It's true. Uh, yeah. And also too, uh, also too, the thing that they don't like either is that Coach Prime can go into any living room, black, white, Hispanic, yeah. whoever, yeah. and get those players. That's the thing. And let's He's not, not a typical black coach. As, let's as not underestimate. Let's not underestimate that Coach Prime has commercials on the on the TV. Right. So they're, they're seeing him. Look, dude, born and raised in Florida, he can recruit mm-hmm. there. Won Super Bowl in Texas, he can recruit mm-hmm. there. Played mm-hmm. in California, he can mm-hmm. recruit there. Yep. Drafted in Georgia, he's going to be able to recruit there. Yep. That's all you need. You don't need any yeah. of those other states. Exactly. So, speaking of the South, we've got LSU versus Mississippi. It's a three-point favorite for LSU. LSU. I'd be surprised if it's that close. Hey, Dorian? Um, I'm going Ole Miss. What? Wait, wait, wait. Look at all those rankings. Look at all those rankings. We have enough... We have enough games under our belt for these stats to mean something. Yeah, I they're just both, I, they're both terrible defensively. Yeah, yeah. LSU has just got a much better offense. When did right. you think you would say that LSU's defense is terrible? No, they do have Brian Kelly, okay. so it's got something to do with that. Um, Florida versus Kentucky. Kentucky is actually favored over Florida. That's where we are now. Florida's ranked, and Kentucky's favored over them. Nope, Gators. Where are they playing? In Kentucky. Did you say in the Kentucky? Yes. <laughs> okay. This is making sure. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna. I'll go with Kentucky. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Wildcats myself. Just I don't trust Billy Napier. I really no, just I, don't. You've been talking shit about Graham Mertz for four weeks. That's what you don't trust. Uh, that there's that too. <laughs> 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 no one of those Big Ten quarterbacks. Um, last one is Notre Dame versus Duke. This is not an academic game. This is a game on the football field. Will Notre Dame be playing with 11 people? <laughs> yes. Notre Dame. I'm pretty sure they cover six against Duke. Dorian? Um, I'm going to go with Marcus Freeman and the Fighting Irish. Duke did yeah. beat Clemson. Yeah. Just saying. Just putting that out there. Yeah. That should happen. I think Notre Dame bounces back. I think they beat them by a touchdown. They have to. Their season's over. Yep. Mm-hmm. So with that, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with the NFL.